Aloha, everyone. Welcome to Sasha Spins, where you get my thoughts on life, current events, and everything else in between, in and out of the saddle. So let's get right on into it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in your day. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are doing amazing. So what are we talking about on Sasha Spins? Girl, 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 bruh, we are talking about soul. So if you have not seen the Disney Pixar movie Soul, get your life and probably stop listening because if you're one of those people who is pressed about spoilers, like they get you very emotional and you want to watch this movie, stop watching right now, go watch it, go get your entire life, make sure to bring a box of tissues with you and then come back and listen to the rest of the pod. But if you watch it already and you're with me, we're talking about Soul. So I don't know what it is about Disney Pixar. I love a good Disney Pixar link up and I already know it's going to have me in my emotions. Like they emptied the clip on us. I sat there. I cried so much during the movie. I cried afterwards. I've been walking around with an existential crisis like that movie. Oh, it has stuck with me. That's the same way Inside Out had me like completely undone like completely undone y'all I was I was unwell I was really unwell because I thought of like every single emotion that I I went through and that I experienced in that middling kind of age between childhood and teenagehood and you're trying to figure out all these things like nostalgia girl when her oh okay I'm not gonna ruin I'm not gonna ruin inside out for you if you haven't seen it yet but this is what Pixar does right Pixar Disney, they make these little movies and they're animated and stuff. So we think they're for kids, but really these movies are for the adults that watch them. And I haven't even seen Up yet because everybody was talking about it when it came out. And I just knew emotionally I was not in a good place to watch Up. Like I am very, I am very much an empath. Like people watch things and some of them can walk away with it. I watch things and it sticks with me. This is why I'm like very, 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 very selective and protective generally about what I watch. Um, I genuinely believe that you can pick up on different frequencies. And I used to love horror movies when I was younger. Now I really don't care for them. It's funny, my sisters and I, we were talking about this in the group chat, (laughs) but we were like, which one of us needs to watch Lifetime? (coughs) Oh, just thinking about it got me a little choked up for a minute. (laughs) But you know, all of those crazy channels like Lieutenant John Kenda, all of those shows to like unwind. And I used to be able to watch all of those shows to unwind and stuff. But now I'm like, oh, like Forensic Files. I used to love me some Forensic Files. Now I'm like, I got to make sure the windows are locked. The sliding door is locked in my apartment because, you know, people, they be scaling walls and stuff. So even though I live high up. I still got to make sure my sliding door is locked. The windows are locked. The door is locked. I got a knife by my side. But anyways, 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 we're getting off track here. Let's talk about soul. Okay. So soul is basically with giving away as little spoilers as possible and just getting to the meat of it. I believe what I received from it, it's a movie about living your life with purpose but not allowing your life to pass you by, focusing on the end goal. And you focus so much on the end goal that you don't enjoy the process. You miss the big things in life. And the big things in life are often the little things. And it really, really struck a chord with me because over quarantine, when quarantine started, I 
there was something about it. I mean, obviously you're in lockdown and there's nothing to do. And I was like, what am I going to, when am I ever going to get this opportunity to have this much time to myself? Now I'm still working, so I'm not saying this much time to myself, but essentially you get an hour of your day back if you're commuting and you get that time back and you get this time with your family and you can't really see your, you know, well, your family living at home. You can't really see your friends like you used to. You're removed from your social connections. So how are you existing? And what I wanted to become very intentional over quarantine, it made me realize that I'm never going to get this time again. So I got to really focus and I got to buckle down and I got to make my dreams come true because 2020 was the year I thought that I was going to be able to quit my full-time job and pursue other ventures, particularly fitness full-time. And 2020 came out like, <laughs> LOL, that was cute. Your dreams were cute, but that didn't happen. But I always say, when we make plans, God laughs because we can have one entire thing planned and we don't know where the universe is going to take us. But in a way, you do know where the universe is going to take you if you are manifesting, if you are praying, if you have your affirmations, but that's another topic for another day. And if you haven't listened to the last week's pod, that was on affirmations. So if you're like, Sasha, what's affirmations? Go and check that one out after you listen to this. But anyways, so soul, Soul, wow. <laughs> Soul, Joe is the main character. And basically, he's like got this big gig and he's looking forward to it. Music is his life. Music is his passion. He finally gets a gig he wants and he dies in the process of like going to his gig. And so he like doesn't want to accept the fact that his life is over because he's like, I haven't even begun living yet. So when he gets to, I assume it's heaven. <laughs> I'm going to say it's heaven. When he gets to heaven, He like somehow manages to get out of line. He gets stuck in the place where they make souls and he's paired with this soul that has been in heaven for like millennia who hasn't found the spark, you know, their spark of life, what makes them them. And they're not ready to go to earth yet. They're scared. And so basically throughout this movie, all these shenanigans happen. I'm not going to say that what shenanigans happen. Joe dies very early on in the movie. So that's not like a big spoiler, but along the way, Joe finds his voice and when he finds his voice, Soul 22, or I guess we'll just call it 22, they also find their spark. And they talk about this concept of being in the zone. Like when you get in the process of something you love doing and you're just in that space, that's where your soul is firing up. That's where you meet that sweet spot between heaven on earth. That's my understanding of what in the zone is. You're just completely in your spark. You're completely in your element. And it like touched me so much because I was like, I have very rarely, if ever, felt that spark, felt that in the moment of being when I'm doing my full-time job. But every time I teach a class, every time I teach a soul cycle, of like, well, a cycling class, I said soul, like soul is the movie <laughs> and cycling and soul cycles, big cycling, but you, you guys know where my brain is going. But yeah, every time I'm teaching a cycling class, my soul is ignited. I feel that spark. I feel like I'm in the zone when I'm leading meditations 
I just feel in that place. And when I'm just talking, like doing this podcast, I often lose track of time. Like these episodes get so long because I just get lost with it and just engaging people about topics that I'm like super passionate about. When I'm talking about diversity, equity, representation, inclusion, building bigger tables, body diversity, size diversity, just all of all of that goodness. Like right now, I feel like I'm in this zone already. And it was so profound to me, though, that those moments in life where we're in the zone and we find our happiness, right? We may think that that's the spark of our life. And it is a spark of our life, obviously. But it's not the only moments in our life that matter. It's those little things that we overlook that make the big things in life, that make life so impactful, that makes life worth living. And it made me think about my life and how I'm living my life, but more importantly, how I'm impacting others. And I think that's something that I took away from the movie because Soul 22, she had all of these great, she or he, I'm not really sure what the gender of the soul was, but it was voiced by Tina Fey. So I'm going to go with she, I'm just going to call 22 she. So she had all of these mentors, all of these people we think are profound on earth. And they mentored her, her on her soul journey, but they couldn't get her to find that spark. But Joe comes along who is sparkless almost like his only thing that lights him up is music but he's lived this life of kind of meh you know he thinks his life is very like meh and you like they walk you through his life and it's kind of okay he's a middle school band teacher he teaches kids you know music he's not very exciting and you know it's like how is this uninteresting ass dude gonna help 22 find her soul and or find her spark and they end up finding each other like they're the motive it's just it's crazy you got to watch this movie but what I took from it is are we living on purpose am I living on purpose and when I say am I living on purpose are we living our lives with intention are we living our lives with the benefit of showing up for ourselves every single freaking day how are we impacting people and it made me it's funny as I was thinking about it I do my Sunday would you rathers if you don't follow me on Instagram every Sunday I put up like 10 would you rather questions and they verge on like the hilarious to the disgusting to the like soul searching and one of them that verged kind of on like the soul searching was would you rather no one showed up to your wedding or no one showed up to your funeral and I opted for no one to show up to my wedding because you can go on elope or whatever. Like that was not important to me and it didn't have as much value to me as no one showing up to your funeral. Like if no one shows up to your funeral, you probably were like not a good person. You did not impact others in a positive way and you did not live a life of intention. And it was surprising to me that so many people chose no one show up to my wedding. Like, uh, 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 yeah, no one show up to my funeral. They would rather no one show up to their funeral as opposed to no one show up to their wedding. And I was like, what? <laughs> like your wedding is one moment of your life where, uh, whereas I guess in my brain, I was thinking that your funeral is like, the last show of your life, like the last big moment of your life. And I mean, you're kind of already gone at that point. So it's not really your life, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. So if no one shows up to your funeral, though, that would indicate to me that you would not live a life on purpose. You were not living on purpose. You were not living a life of intention and you didn't live a life that impacted others positively. And that was like, 
crazy to me. So then I posted these would you rathers and then I watched Soul and it was like, oh my God, like I'm having so many emotions. And it just really made me think. And what I've been thinking about is, are we really living what what really matters? And how do we make this world a better place? And I always come back to quarantine because over the past year, it's crazy to think about, but I feel like over the past year, I've made so much more impactful and meaningful connections with people. And it's not to say that I didn't already have strong connections with people, but what I think is that it allowed me to deepen the connections that I already had. It allowed me to take them to a deeper level and really get in tune with myself about how I wanted to be of service to others, how I wanted to show up, and more importantly, what is my spark? Like I knew the things that ignited me, but I wanted to better live my life in service of those things. And it sounds like very zen. It sounds like very woo, almost kind of like self-serving to a certain degree. But I genuinely believe that all of us were put on this earth to make it, to make it a better place. And maybe that's just my upbringing. Maybe it's just my religious background. I, it could be a lot of things. I don't know which where, where it comes from. You know how we are empty vessels, right? And before we self-actualize, people have imprinted, they've socialized us in a way that we just come to know ourselves as other people know us before we can really define ourselves. So for me, I can say that it is a very definitive belief in my own mind and in my own life and in my own soul and heart that we were put on this earth to make it a better place. But I also understand that the foundation of that was how I was raised and my religious upbringing. So I'm, I'm Catholic, P.S. If you've never listened to this podcast before, I am Catholic. So, uh, you know, I feel like sometimes I'm lapsed, but the, at the same time, we can't go to church. Like we're in COVID. I'm, I'm not vaccinated yet. <laughs> Virginia is slacking with these vaccinations. And because I'm young, able-bodied, I ain't got no kids. I'm not a first responder. I'm not an essential employee. I guess I'll get my vaccination in freaking September of next year. So <laughs> the way things are going, who knows? Y'all pray for me. But anyways, 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 um, are we really living a life on purpose? And I want to say that 2020, I lived on purpose and it was one of the best years of my life. And that shit sounds so crazy because we were in freaking lockdown. We were in a pandemic. I couldn't do the things that I wanted to, but I invested in myself. I did things that I had put off for so long. I say it's funny. People like talk about how much they gained or weight or uh, gained or lost during the pandemic, during our quarantine, I say I lost a thousand pounds and I lost a thousand pounds in unfulfilling relationships with people, relationships that were one-sided or relationships with people that didn't have my best interest at heart, that weren't there for me when it mattered. And I feel so much better now on the other side because while it hurt at the time to lose those friendships and lose those relationships, I feel so much better now and it's crazy to think about we've been a year into this 
and I feel so much stronger. I feel like I've grown. I feel like I've become a better person and I feel like I'm taking a step towards, I've already stepped in it. I'm already on this journey of living the life that I want to live and living on purpose. Like I wake up every day with a genuine excitement, like and before, I would genuinely like be happy to be up. I'm a morning person. I'm like, it's 8 a.m. Like, I ain't got nothing to be sad about. I'm good. I'm happy. But literally, I wake up nearly every single morning when I get a good night's sleep, when Snow Bay's not snoring and stressing me out. <laughs> I wake up and I'm just happy and I pray and I do my affirmations and I, as I'm making the bed. And I just, I just feel so happy about life because I know I get to spend another day on this earth, which is a gift of in and of itself. But I get to help people. I get to talk to people about things I love and I'm and I've manifested all of this and I've set this affirmations practice and I've manifested it all and that's why I say there's so much there's so much power and there's so much truth in affirmations and manifestations and prayer but you got to put the work behind it and I felt like 2020 was the year of the work and I feel like 2021 now I've just received I'm receiving all of the things that I worked for and it just feels so good. And I think that's part of why soul had me kind of like fucked up because I was like, you know, I don't all this before this quarantine, I was, and I still am in this environment, but it's not always the best environment full time where it's uplifting. And I feel like I'm doing what I love. But then that's another thing that we talk about a lot as a society, like, pursuing your passions and doing what you love because if you're doing what you love it's not work I'm not in that space yet I'm not in that space full time where I can say that I am literally 100% of the time doing what I love and that's what pays my bills I'm not able to say that and I hope to be able to say that by this time next year I'm putting it out there I will be able to be I will be able to say that by this time next year manifesting it, not even putting any qualifiers on it. When we think about that, though, when we think about, are you doing what you love? And if what and if you're doing what you love, then you're not working. I don't know if I necessarily believe that or buy that because it's still work, but maybe we just don't view it as work. Like when I'm facilitating my meditations, I'm not viewing it as work. I'm in the zone and I'm not viewing it as work because I feel like I'm in this capacity where I'm doing what I was meant to do, which is help people, which is build people. When I'm giving my workshops, when I'm speaking, when I'm doing this, this podcast that I haven't monetized yet for whatever reason. So I'm not even getting paid for this. I'm just doing it because I love it. And just watching Soul, it just made me think, Are you doing what you love? And how do we get to a place of doing where you what you love? But just because you're not in that place yet of doing what you love, and I've said that phrase so many times now, it doesn't even sound like a thing. (laughs) But just because you're not in this place of doing what you love doesn't mean your life is uninteresting, doesn't mean it's not worth living, doesn't mean that it's not worth value, because that's what Joe. That's what Joe thought. He thought his life was so uninteresting and not worth living and not of value before the point where he got his big break. And he kept saying that, like, this is my big break. This is the moment I've been waiting for. You know, he kept on saying all of this, but it was like, Joe, 
you are already living your life. Like that big break wasn't going to all of a sudden change your life. And when he realized that, it was like so profound to me because I think I, at one point, I got into that mind space. I got into that mind space of when I have my own business, when I don't have to work for this company anymore, when I can do what I want, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to finally be living. I'm going to be successful in my own terms. And that movie, Soul, it kind of put me in this place of thinking, you're already living, Sasha. You're already contributing. You're already getting value. Your life already matters. You're already doing the you're already doing the important things. And unfortunately for Joe's character, it took him like dying to find that. But I think that was to get us to like obviously wake up and see that. Like, you know, it, it's such a the way he dies in the movie, it's like very like shocking. Like it happens so quickly and you're like, what the fuck? Did this man just die? Like <laughs> Like I found myself sitting there like, oh my God, are you serious? He's finally going to have this big break. He's going to have this moment and he just freaking dies and everything else like, you know, goes to shit. And then I realized that's the point of it. Like that's the entire point to get us to realize and like obviously get the character to realize, but these movies are for us, right? So to get us to realize that our life has already begun. And if you're waiting for some big thing in your life to happen before you really start living and I you're, you're, you're already living. And it's crazy because I say this myself. Like when I talk to people, when I tell them, I just gave a goal setting workshop, right? And it was focus on the journey. Don't just focus on the end goal. You got to learn to enjoy the process because that's where your habits are going to stick. And that's where you're going to be successful in accomplishing your goals. Like I legit just said that to a group of people. And then I watched Soul the next day. And then I realized I, to a certain degree, wasn't even like taking my own advice that I know works, but I wasn't taking it for myself because sometimes I get caught up in that line of thinking when I'm able to work for myself, then I'll be really living, then I'll have really made it. And it's like, no, I'm already living and I've already had these like amazing moments. And 2020 like made me realize that A, I'm having these amazing moments and life is already good, but life can be better. And I got to set the foundation now because what we're experiencing now, like our life, the life we're living now, we put in the work and we set the foundation months ago. Like you're reaping the benefits in March right now and you planted those seeds back in May or June of last year. And when you think about it that way, you're so much more committed to your process. You're not committed to the end goal. You're committed to the process because you the end goal is like this, like when people say they want to lose like 20 pounds and then they'll be half their happiest goal weight. It's like, or they'll be happy because they'll be at their goal weight and then they can start living and then they can get the guy and then they can fit into the jeans or they can get the girl or whatever, whatever happens when you lose those 20 pounds, whenever you think of whatever life is going to be when you lose those 20 pounds, it's like, so you're not going to live between now and however long it takes you to lose those 20 pounds. And then what if you don't? Because we know, like I did a podcast about this earlier this year, we know diets fail, weight loss is not, massive weight loss is not sustainable. So we know all these things to be true. So it's like, why do we trick ourselves? And why we why do we put us, ourselves in this place of failure? You know, is it like self-sabotage? Like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Now I'm like, really? Oh my gosh, man. It was, it was, man. That's another word I need to get out of my vocab- vocabulary. I've been really intentional about trying, working towards getting, hey guys, the word guys out of my vocabulary to refer to a group of men and women. I say folks a lot. I say folks or, or y'all. 
y'all. I'm from Maryland. <laughs> I'm good with the y'all. Um, yeah, so I've just been really thinking about life and our purpose. And am I stepping in my purpose? Am I living in my purpose? And I would honestly say yes. And it feels good. And I think that 2020 was that what was what a lot of us needed. It was not anything that anyone wanted. And I don't want to diminish or dismiss the fact that it was a year of great hardship, a year of great sadness, a great a year of great loss. And I don't want to diminish that at all. It was also a year of awakening and a year of stirring and a year of progress. And what we're seeing now are the seeds that we planted last year. And it's just really mind-blowing to me and it's just, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm almost speechless when I think about it. I, I watched Soul and through my tears, I was speechless. And I was just also, I didn't know what to say. I, I sat there at the end of the movie. I sat there for a good 10 minutes, just like crying and thinking. <laughs> so if you're thinking, if you've watched it and it made you feel the same way, I absolutely want to know. And I'll leave you with this. That movie got me really thinking about whether we're really living and what our lives what we're put on this earth to do, and more importantly, how we impact people. Because I think that's important, right? It's not... If you are existing in this space where you have all the success, you have all this money, you have all these material possessions, you have all these trappings, but you don't have love, it's not worth anything. If you have all of these things, but you're not improving the life of someone else, if you're not furthering someone else's life, if you're not lifting up someone else, if you're not positively impacting someone else, then does it matter? And how are we touching others? Because none of us exist in a vacuum. We're all human beings. We all exist. We, we, we can't exist without one another. And if you're thinking about your life right now, if you're thinking, if you're in this space where you're kind of like me, where you're like, oh, I'm not doing what I love or I'm not, you know, I'm not impacting anyone or what I do full time, it doesn't matter. A, it does matter. And B, use that as your motivation to move a step towards doing what it is you want to do and set the foundation But also don't wait for that moment to become your moment in the sun to say that that's you're really living now because we are living every single day. We're living, we're showing up for ourselves every single day that we're alive and we're taking in air. It's a gift and we're living and we got to make those days matter. We can't wait till we get to the end of whatever goal it is. We got to enjoy the process. In 2020, I enjoyed the process. In 2021, I'm committed to receiving the fruits of my labor, obviously, but still enjoying the process too. And that's what just watching soul, I think that's probably my biggest takeaway from that. Enjoy the process, enjoy the ride, and don't wait for these big moments before you allow yourself to start living. Woo, woo. Did you watch Soul? (laughs) See, I told you, I'll be talking and now we've been here for 26 minutes and let me know. Did you watch Soul? 
Did you love it? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Let me know how you felt about it. You can drop me a voice note on Anchor FM or you can hit me up on Instagram at the Sasha Whitney or Sasha Spins, but definitely hit me up on the Sasha Whitney because I will likely get back to you faster and we'll talk about it. Let's talk about soul. I could talk about this forever, but y'all are like, girl, 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 hang up the phone. Let me get off this line. So (laughs) So I'm going to let you get off this line. I hope you have a beautiful day and I hope you start living. Start living your life. Go impact someone. Go touch someone. Go make this world a better place. Till next time, peace out.